Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Spending some time reconnecting with nature this summer? Here's a camping hack from L.L. Bean to make your next trip the best yet. Tired of your tentmate's flashlights shining in your eyes in camp? Bring an empty half-gallon milk jug or clear water bottle. Simply strap a headlamp around it, and it becomes a soft white lantern for everyone to see the light. For more camping hacks, visit youtube.com slash L.L. Bean. L.L. Bean. Be an outsider. Welcome everyone to the Take It Home Podcast. I'm your host, John LaRocca. And on today's episode, I'm going to talk about NXT's Level Up. Level Up's a show that features a lot of the NXT new recruits, young athletes making their way up the roster. Um, This show, I believe it only airs on the Peacock Network. Or excuse me, I think it might show somewhere. I mean, Hulu, I believe, because if you go on Peacock Network... It's kind of behind a few weeks, so I believe what they do is it appears on Hulu first. Because I think Hulu kind of has the same, I think it's the same deal as the 205 Live show they had on Hulu first. And it just rolled over to the uh, NXT level up when 205 Live went away. And and so Peacock's kind of back a few weeks. So I kind of checked out level up, maybe a match maybe a half a match. I never really sat through a whole show. And these shows are pretty fa- quick. I mean, they're only like 30 minutes long and they actually cram three matches in. So they're they're th- three relatively short matches um again featuring a lot of the uh younger NXT talent, um new recruits, new signees, uh getting them experience in the ring on not only on working in the ring on camera in front of an audience. Um, and it, it's, a, it's a quick watch. So I decided, you know, uh, I think Paul Fontaine posted a match on our Fight Game Media Facebook group. But, but, but by the way, go check out Fight Game Media Facebook group. Great community there uh, of wrestling fans and uh, as and fight, boxing fans and MMA fans and and uh, it's a it's a lot of fun on that group. Our discussions about wrestling and it's you know a lot of groups can be very negative and a lot of people uh, you know just really want to cause issues. And Fight Game Media Facebook group it's it's a very welcoming community and people have different opinions, but it's a it's it's no one's no one's attacking anyone. It's just everyone gets their everyone gets their thoughts on something and everyone doesn't agree. And we got some really good lively conversations on it. So check out Fight Game Media uh, Facebook group. I'll probably be one of the people that uh, approves you on that. And join our community. We'd love to love to have you on there. And again, so a lot of times, like people post matches or uh, and Paul Fontaine. He's you know he's one of those guys that watches everything. He's a lot of, especially watches everything in WWE, AEW, a lot of the mainstream stuff. And he posted a clip of uh, YouTube of an NXT level up match. And so I watched it. I thought, you know what? It'd be a good idea to uh, cover NXT level up for the take it on podcast. And it just so happens that match, which she posted was on one of the shows I watch. So on this week's, so I decided to cover just two episodes because just one is only 28 minutes, 30 minutes. So, you know, for a whole hour, I decided to cover two shows. The first show was from December 23rd. And the second show was from December 30th. 
And again, they all featured about three matches. They had a promo or two from the competitors. Um, uh, and like I said, it's an easy watch. I believe they filmed this after NXT. So you could tell in some ways the crowd's kind of tired. Um, and actually, particularly the last episode I watched on December 30th episode, I think that might have been a double taping or something like that. And so the crowd was like really, really tired by the last match. And you can see actually people kind of, all right, let's start taking off, you know, getting in our car, get hit on the road a little early. And you, had, you actually see people actually filling some seats at the performance center there. Um, and, you know, it's, it's, but it's all about getting these guys and gals experience in front of the tell in, in front of television. Now that, that I like this concept. I think it's a it's a good concept. It's you know it's kind of hidden on the Peacock Network and hidden on Hulu, so you know they can work out what they need to work out and make the mistakes. You know, and it's it's not going to be seen by a lot of people. So you could technically have someone that you may want to protect and debut, but you can maybe give experience on television and just throw them on level up. And a lot of people, like I said, most people won't watch this. You're like a real, real diehard. I have to watch everything WWE. Now I do have it. I do believe that you shouldn't throw everyone on this show. That's coming up. I think if you have someone that you feel is just superstar potential, um, Unless they're going to win all the time on this show, I wouldn't debut them on this show until they're you feel they're ready to debut at least on NXT. Uh, but then I got to look at a guy like Batista, right? Like Batista started off, well, we went to the power plant, got ran off from there, didn't like it, went to OVW. You know, Jim Cornette gave him the Leviathan gimmick, which he personally didn't like, but it was an over gimmick in Ohio Valley. And then he gets called up to the main roster and ends up being Deacon Batista with the Reverend Devon Dudley, which, and that thing was going nowhere, right? But then he got lucky because Triple H was starting his, you know, he's trying to put together his own group and he wanted, uh, you know, him and Ric Flair as the veterans grooming two young guys and he handpicked Randy Orton. And Dave Batista and also Mark Jindrak, but you know, they cut Mark Jindrak before they really went ahead with evolution and the rest is history for Dave Batista, right? And so the you know, you can there's guys start off and find their way, you know. Uh so that could happen too. But I think every once in a while, man, if you have like a guy like a like a Brock Lesnar, you know, you feel like you have that type of wrestler, you can really protect him and debut really strong but i don't know the for- formula today it's a little different back when you know brock and even batista debuted like with brock you know it was like they had ovw and that was in the its own market and unless you're a tape trader you didn't really see it so when he debuted on uh raw you know he made a big splash right here, I mean, nowadays, like, there's a system, you know, level up, NXT, then the main roster. I, I don't know how many guys, trying to think, anyone recently just, like, shot to the main roster. Maybe, almost, maybe. Maybe he, I think he, he might have done some NXT stuff. I'm trying to remember. I don't remember him too much on NXT. I remember watching on a regular basis then. Um, but still, it, so it's, it's most like, most, 99% of the time, it's going to be NXT, Coconut Loop, Level Up, you know. And like I said, I like the idea of Level Up. Um, I think it's a better use of that their time than 205 Live. I think 205 Live was, you know, a good idea, but they just, they just messed up the execution of it. And eventually, it just wasn't going to really going to last. And I think maybe they would have focused on it, but we kind of know what happens with the smaller wrestlers. I think it was better when they'd put the folk, you know, the, the lighter weight guys just on the NXT show instead of just putting them on 205 live. But anyways, level up. I like the idea, but I love to see them 
like use it as uh, a proving ground. I guess you could say it's now a proving ground, right? But it's still green talent versus green talent, right? You still these young performance, performance center stars, uh, up and comers wrestling each other. Um, probably doing matches that they've worked out <laughs> during the week at the performance center or, or, you know, just, I would like to see them take like the story or the theme of level up is these young superstars from the WWE will be competing against WWE veteran superstars and they, if they score a big win, you know, they can move up to the main NXT show. Uh, maybe they, maybe they have to score multiple wins, or maybe have to, you know, maybe they have to, you know, prove themselves. You know, like so the level up, and you can get guys and gals, the the veteran roster members that aren't really featured currently on raw or smackdown or maybe you just find veterans that good quality veteran workers that you trust that can get in the ring with these young kids and teach them something and you might not have any aspirations for this these veteran workers to be on the main roster but that's their job is you know to work with these young performance center stars like for example Oni Lorcan who was a coach there in the in the, at the performance center like he should be one of these these guys you have to get through, right? On the level up show. Uh uh, you know, my good buddy uh, Promise Thomas, you know, who has, you know, experience in the WWE and twenty years of wrestling experience, been all the world. Like a a guy like that, you know, that can go in there and work with young talent and help them and guide them and teach them something. And that cause that's my concern is like I know they have their, you know, they, they do their matches and during the week at performance center, you know, they get together and they, and they critique their matches and they study their matches. And, you know, you're, you're getting good critiques from, you know, guys like Shawn Michaels and, uh, Terry Taylor, Norman Smiley, uh, you know, there's a, a Oni Lorcan there's a list of guys that are, you know, breaking down these matches and that's great, but it's, what about like getting in there in front of an audience and listening and following direction from a veteran worker like an Oni Lorcan or a, a, a Danny Birch or, you know, a wrestler like that that can really guide these these young athletes. Um, and, and, and Natalia, if she's not featured right now, I don't know if she's hurt or what, but she's say she's not hurt and she's not they have they don't have her figured in on the main roster stuff like hey she can go on level up and she's wrestling the thea hales the tato paxley's the, the sol rucas of the world and then and you build it up to where like yeah the, the, the young athletes are they're they're suffering losses but they're they you can kind of tell a story that they get closer and closer and closer to getting that big win and and then when they do, it's it's a big deal. And if I, if it was me, and I was using this formula, I would like if say say Sol Ruka beats Natalia, right? Like show that on NXT doesn't need to take a lot of your TV time to kind of show a little forty five seconds, thirty second spot of like, hey, I'll level up this this past week a major. A major win by Sol Ruka over Natalia Nyhart. Boom. And then you show her, you know, beating her. And, oh, my God, wow. Wow. And then you maybe go to a promo with Sol Ruka. It's like, you know, wow, what a win. Oh, my God. It's amazing. I, I, you know, I was been working hard. You know, I was getting closer and closer. And I finally did it. And I find, and, and now she's, now I'm here. On, now I got accepted to this, to the main roster here in NXT and, you know, I'm gonna work my way up this roster and win the championship, etc. You know, like something like that, right? I don't know. I just really, it's just a really interesting show, and I, I just want to. And there's a lot of good young talent on this show. Like, a lot, a lot of people. 
I don't understand the, the criticism of the performance center, but a lot of people do criticize. I mean, how can you criticize the performance center? You know, you're getting really good training from a lot of people that have been there, done that, made a lot of money, drew a lot of money. Um, you know, the last few years were rough because of the pandemic and no coconut loops. And that really hurt uh, the talent a lot and set a lot of talent back. Um, I also think the whole 2.0 craziness hurt a lot of the young athletes because they were forced to get thrusted onto the main show and and that we weren't there weren't they weren't ready for that you know that spot the zion quins for example or electra lopez um you know like a level up will be a good a good place for them but i think it'll be a good place if they're working veteran talent right and maybe you know maybe you help get more eyes on the the show that airs on peacock you know maybe hey i'm gonna check out because so and so natalia is wrestling so and so i i maybe a fan of natalia let's go check her out on there oh, it's, a, it's an interesting interesting thing to look about look at for the future of this show um so i i kind of want to keep tuning into uh NXT level up because I love watching young talent um, grow in the wrestling business. It's it's been uh, one of my passions to uh, you know when I was booking on the indies and you know trying to find people in my area, workers from other promotions that I could bring in. Um, uh, also down south. Um, any, you know, just to kind of see that I always like looking for the future because, you know, to to help your territory or help your show, you need fresh talent. Um, and so it's always, I've always had a passion for that. And, you know, and I think what they're doing with the, you know, with the, with their signings, you know, a lot of people are like, Oh man, they're only signing these football players and weightlifters. And, and I get it. Like I get, you know, you're going to get, getting a lot of people that don't make it, but you're going to get a one or two of those stars that do. And then they're going to make you big money. Look at, I mean, shoot, look at, you know, a lot of people could have passed on Batista, right? You know, a lot of, there's a lot of people, um, you know, Roman Reigns, I know he had the family connection, but, you know, he wasn't on the indies and doing stuff. You know, he... Now look at him, the biggest star in wrestling right now, right? So... NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that it just got easier to be an NFL fan, even if you live far away. Like, maybe you like the Bears, but you're hibernating in Panthers territory. But with NFL Sunday Ticket, your out-of-market team is never more than a short distance away. Specifically, the distance from you to your remote control. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. I just went to my happy place. I just went to Maui, and it was truly amazing. Priceline has always been about getting you to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else, like up to 60% off select hotels in Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So let's get into these shows, NXT Level Up. And like I said, they're about 30 minutes long, easy watch, three matches. Uh, the commentary team is uh, Sudu Shaw and Byron Saxton. Um, okay, team. Um, I, Byron's not bad. I think Byron's always get he he his roles being the 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 butt of the jokes has really kind of hurt him. Um, because when I, when I see him on my screen, I just think about that. I think of that right away. Because it's been so, so it was so long of that, right? He's um, Sudu Shah. He's okay. Um, not doesn't stand out to me. Does a good job for this show. Um, but I, you know, he he's okay. So the commentary is fine. It's not like I said. It's not it's not bad. And Byron 
Saxon is actually not a guy being the butt of the jokes here. So, you know, and they do a good job of talking about the backgrounds of people and, um, you know, it's a very professional broadcast for sure. And the first match on this show, this was on uh, December 23rd, was Charlie Dempsey, who is uh, Stephen Regal's son, versus Miles Bourne. And Miles Bourne is, he's deaf. Um, and a very inspirational story. He's an amateur wrestler, uh, had, uh, was born with, a, uh, uh, I believe an issue where the oxygen is not getting your lungs and it can be fixed, but with part of the side effects of it is the loss of hearing. So, you know, growing up, he had to learn to, uh, he learned to read, uh, read people's lips at a very young age and, he started wrestling as he got older, and you know he was allowed to wear, uh, uh, you know, he had, you know, before I guess they weren't allowed to wear earpieces, but then he was able to wear them, and and he was just a focused athlete, and he was a, a really good amateur wrestler, and he was signed to WWE and in, in uh, 2020, uh, I believe 2022, and um, to see him out there already is is pretty impressive. Uh, Charlie Dempsey. Regal's kid is is fantastic. I mean, he's really coming to his own. I love his work. He's so unique and different. Uh, uh, different than his dad, really. You know, he's dad more of a showman, I think, with stuff and had like the the funny facial expressions. This Charlie Dempsey is kind of like uh 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 what's his name uh. I can't believe Billy Robinson. My gosh, how can I figure his name? Billy Robinson. It's kind of who he, kind of who he reminds me of. A young Billy Robinson, just a tense, badass shooter. Everything he does, when he grabs a hold, grabs an ankle, and he gives an extra twist, and everything he does looks punishing. Um, he's a he's a true talent, true talent. Miles Bourne, I, 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 you know, I knew what I was expecting from this. Good look, good base. Uh, very green, very hesitant. Um, Timing off a little bit here and there. Um, I don't know if I see superstar potential or off the bat, but um, he's still very young and still going to grow. So um, I love his story, and I'm I'm definitely rooting for this kid uh, big time. And so far, I was impressed. I mean, Charlie Dempsey already knew because I see, I watched him on NXT UK. And then when NXUK was dissolved and he came over here and um, I know he's been featured on the NXT show here and there, but yeah, he's Chempsey's going to be a star in my opinion. He, he just, he's amazing. So this was a fun showcase for him. Next up was a promo with Danny Palmer and very scripted promo she did. And the smiley, Young wrestler, excited, you know, yada yada. You've seen these many times on NXT before. She's a former gymnast, and she's facing Sol Ruka, who, um, you know, surfer, uh, volleyball player, I believe she was, if I remember correctly. Um, super athlete. These both of these women are super athlete, and they go in there and have this match, and it was. A lot. I dug this match. A lot of it was a lot of high flying, but a lot of like quick spots. But both these women are such great athletes. Like it's just so smooth and didn't look. Didn't look. Well, times they even look choreographed. Just look like oh man, these girls are just so freakish athlete that they're just kind of standing out and doing their best to avoid stuff. And Danny Palmer, man, she, I liked her aggressiveness in there. Um, I, I, she, she had that, she had the look that she wanted to win the match. So Ruka, she's, you know, she comes out and she kind of has like, Hey dude, you know, like surfer vibe, of course. And it kind of reminds me of jungle boy in AEW, Jack Perry, who's I've known, I've known for, for a very long time, worked for a very long time, APW. And he just has so much charisma. People, you know, like just oozing out of him. 
but he just needs to bring the fire out, right? To, but the fans just love him. I get that same vibe from Sol Ruka. She comes out. I just want her to be like fired up because these, these this crowd likes her. Um, as I watch from home, I want to root for her. Um, but I was impressed with her at with and, and Danny Palmer because as a ground on holds, he, again they're 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 grimacing and 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 looking like they're trying to do damage, you know. And I really really liked that, and that showed me a lot. And of course, a lot of people talking about Sol Ruka's, you know, finisher. She did it's like an up and over, but she does like a flip into a cutter. And this thing was perfectly timed. It's kind of a funky move. It looks cool, but it's kind of like a video gameish kind of move. Whatever. But it, you know, the internet went crazy over it. And I think part of what made this move look so damn cool was that Danny Palmer's timing of it was was great. And when she took the move, so. But, I mean, XT. The crop of young women coming up is, is pretty impressive. You got Roxanne Perez, you got uh Sol Ruka, Danny Palmer, uh you got uh uh, uh Tatum Paxley, uh Thea Hale, um uh Ivy Nile. Like there's some good potential there. There a lot of them are young and green, but the next level in a few years, phew, it's gonna be pretty good, I think. The main event was uh, Hank Walker and Trick Williams. Hank Walker was the, he's a security guard in NXT. He was kind of getting shoved around, and finally he stepped up and wrestled. He's supposed to be kind of like a good old boy. He wrestles in jeans and a button-up shirt and comes out, and he's kind of the smiling good old boy, right? Um, and he wrestled Trick Williams, who's uh, the cohort of Carmelo Hayes. And... First, on Hank Miller, I understand, like, on the coconut loops, like, people love him. Like, he is extremely over on his coconut loops from the reports I've been seeing and, and uh, the feedback I've been getting from people at these shows. Um, and I just, I haven't seen it yet. I'm, maybe it's the, I don't mind the blue jeans and the, and the, and the, the boots look to him. Maybe, you know, shirt off the button up shirt. I know that Trick Williams ended up taking it off and chopping him here in this match. And, you know, he's, you know, has a lot, you know, he lost a lot of weight and he looks good, but there's, you know, some, some hanging skin back, you know, and there's like a big, it looks like a big scar, like he had a major surgery on his abdomen there. But I, I don't mind that. He looks different. I like that. I don't want everyone to be this super jacked up person, you know? I, it's okay for people to have different looks. It just looks awkward. He's in the shirt, you know what I mean? Like, I don't mind if, like, he's wearing, like, a tank top or the overalls. Look, uh, kind of going back to the old Henry Godwin in the in the WWE. Um, you know, that. And, I, and like, like he's just a country tough guy. But... I don't know. I can't. I'm, trying, I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for another, another level to his character. You know, so we'll, we'll see what's next. But he's still young. He's still figuring it out. He's still, you know, I believe he was a football player. Um, some stuff I thought he did really well. I didn't. I didn't like the way he threw his clotheslines. It looked kind of, and eh, looked kind of weird to me. But he has potential. Trick Williams. I'll tell you. Trick, when NXT 2.0 started, and he was one of the guys that was featured early on, and you could tell why they they love this guy. He's tall, jacked, um, can talk, but man, he was when he got in the ring, it was just you know you just kind of say the sign of the cross and hope for the best because he was so. Green and still very green, but I will say he has improved greatly here. Um, and as much as I was kind of like nervous about his in ring, I just love his partnership with Carmelo Hayes. They are so great together. I hope they don't break these guys up for a very, 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 very long time. Carmelo Hayes, when he eventually moves up to the main roster, I think you take that package of uh, 
a tr- trick really is with him, his hype man, because he's he's great and they're great together. Um, uh, and I was pretty impressed with uh, Trick Williams here, and I could see the see the improvement. So, and uh, he won the match with his uh, with his finisher, and his timing looked a lot better than like I said. I I saw him usually he's mostly on the outside with in Carmelo's match as a second, or sometimes he'll do some tag matches on NXT. But you could tell like he's put the work in, and that's cool, and I. That impresses me. So, really happy to see that because, like, this, like when he comes out, man, like I said, he looks like a million bucks, and he has star potential. It's just figuring out the in-ring stuff, and it's going to take a little, a little bit of time. But I, he's on the right path, in my opinion. So, that's my first full show of NXT Level Up, and I was like, you know, that was a lot of fun, and I want to watch more, and I did. So, the next episode I watched was the December thirtieth show. And, you know, three matches again. There was a promo, um, one promo. And, you know, like I said, a quick watch. The first match was was, uh, a women's match. Thea Hale versus Amari Miller. I freaking love Thea Hale. This girl is such a ball of energy. She has just charisma just oozing off her. Um, you just want to root for this girl. You, she's so out there. She's so energetic. You just, you want to get behind her. Um, she's smaller, but she's unlike um, Alexa Bliss, who just looks like the wind would blow her down if it just, if it blew just, you know, halfway hard enough. Like the hell though, she's short. She's, you know, has some muscle to her. Uh, she's a tremendous athlete. And, you know, of course, I'm going to probably repeat that many times because, you know, WWE's recruiting these great athletes. And, of course, she's done some stuff on the Indies. She's so very young. I think she's only 20 years old. Um, But she is so way ahead of Amari Miller here in this match, right, from her experience on the Indies and the training that she received before the Performance Center. Um, And she's doing the, the Chase U stuff's great. Um, she had a lot to that act when they put her with Chase U. Um, taking away from that gimmick eventually is not going to hurt her at all. Uh, she's going to thrive. And she's going to be a big star, in my opinion, I think. And she's going to be a, a fan favorite. I can't imagine her being heel. I don't I don't want to root against, I don't want her to see that happen. I think she's just one of those baby faces that a lot of fans get behind. A lot of kids can get behind. A lot of young girls can get behind. Amari Miller's kind of, you know, just there. I know. She, I think she did some indies before. Maybe I don't know if she was trained by Booker T's school or something like that. But I forget where she was from. But she comes out and bubbles come down and bubbles all over the building. And my kids, she's probably be my kids' favorite wrestler. <laughs> you know, if they were at the show and bubbles came down, they'd be like going crazy, right? But that's all she has. It's just she's she has bubbles because she's just a bubbly personality, like. I don't know. Um, I, I've we've seen her a few times before. I know she did stuff on on NXT brand, and and I remember she had that really. Gosh, I think she suffered a concussion or some injury, scary injury. But I'm glad to see she's back in the ring. But just like as someone, I want like future star right now. I don't see it. I think she's fine doing jobs, but but that's about it. I wasn't really impressed. And it's hard to stand out, I guess, when you're working Thea Hill, who's just, like I said, this ball of energy. Uh, but, yeah, it, it's a, uh, I don't know. I hope Mario Miller just one day just proves me wrong and 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 becomes a star. But I, I just I just don't see it right now. The next match was the match that Paul Fontaine posted on our Facebook group and it was about it was about not the full match, it was like highlight for him on YouTube, right? And he was like, Oh, I see potential in all four of these guys. And so I watched it and and I saw the same, you know, in these guys as well. And it's a match between Bronco Nima and Lucian Price versus Bryson Montana and Obi Femi. <laughs> Oba oh sorry, Oba, Oba Femi. All these guys are just big dudes, man. Monsters, dude. Just just 
look like they're like power plant guys from the WCW days where they're just, you know, producing these big old jacked up dudes, right? Um, these guys all stood out as great potential. And in order, I think of, you know, top to bottom of these four, I would put Bronco Nemo one, Oba Femi two, Lucian Price three, and then Bryson Montana third. But the one that really, really stuck out to me was was Bronco Nima. Just had that intensity, had some cockiness, attitude, uh, looked really confident out there, uh, comfortable out there, great look. Uh, but I, God, please get him out of these camouflage pants and and a tank top. Like, you why you why you. You cover up this dude, you know what I mean? Like, he looks like a monster. And I had that, I kind of had the Batista vibes from this guy. Like, that, that potential. Um, and I don't, you know, of course, it all depends. These All these people, these athletes that they sign from football, uh, amateur wrestling, you know, diving, wherever it is, you know, Yes, they're athletes, and they're continuing on their athletic journey and getting paid for that athletic abilities as wrestlers. But I believe in my heart to really, really, really make it, you gotta fall fall in love for pro wrestling business, right? Um, that will take you to, in my, in my opinion, the next level, right? Um, even though they say Brock never loved the wrestling business. I think he loved the wrestling business and he loved it for what it was. It can make him money. So he needs to be, a, he needed to be a star. He needed to be a good worker. He needed to do all the things he did to become a big star. And that's what I mean. Like, you know, a Bronco Nima just can't sit back and think, well, this could I look like a million dollars. They're just going to hand me everything. He's going to have to do the work and he's going to have to like, you know, want to do the work and study and be better and, and pick the brains of the veterans and, you know, all that stuff to you know put the time in and, and work with better people to get better and you know that's what you know I want to see and he's I just feel like man this guy has again big time star potential I would totally change his look um the hair eh, is interesting but you know I don't mind it I just I gotta get him out of those those, those camouflage pants and and take the shirt off. I mean, you need to get him enticed. You, you know, look, needs a look. You need to stand. You need to stand out more that way. He just, you know, he just, he just. Ah, I don't understand why his gear is the way it is. But um, Lucian Price has some potential um, as well. Uh, some charisma out there. I thought bryson montana was the the weakest one i thought in my opinion of you know he's a bodybuilder powerlifter but when it came to like other than that he didn't really stand out to me you know but he's a big dude and has a good look you know we'll see what we can see from him in the future but obi oh i want to say obi oba femi you know a big football player massive dude um had some fire, had some, had some charisma, great look. He's just a big, he's like looking, reminds me of Mark Henry, just big old guy. Um, but I would take away the Femi last name and just call him Oba. Oba, Oba. Like it's just Oba, you know, Oba's, you know, just, that's what I would do. Just take away, just Oba. Uh, I think that would just be a name that gets over. You know, if you know, I think I think he had a ton of potential. I would like, I love this guy, but Bronco Nima is the guy that's like, man, of all these two shows I'm watching, and I like Charlie Dempsey. He's a tremendous talent, definitely. But you know, there's these guys that you just there's there's something to them, and then Bronco Nima, in my opinion, has that. The main event was uh, Ora Menza, the former Oliver Carter in NXT UK. Versus Big Body Javi. Big Body Javi, of course, we've seen many times on NXT. And he's a charismatic guy. Decent promo. He, I don't get the name Big Body Javi because he doesn't have the biggest body. But now, I guess, as a heel, maybe he's trying, he's trying to get heat off that. It's just, he's okay. He's fine. Um, 
He's a similar character as Grayson Waller, the cocky, good-looking guy. But when you have Grayson Waller there and him, it's like it's hard for body how do you get over when Grayson Waller is doing this ten times better, right? The gimmick. Um, I think he's fine. I think he's a good guy for enhancement talent. I just haven't seen. I don't see. They give him a lot of time. I don't see what they see yet. Um, I like to see that you know him doesn't you know work on that body. You know, get tightened up, get a little you know bigger. You know, or Mensa. Not a fan of the name. <laughs> it's hard, hard name to say, and I don't know if he's really connecting yet here in NXT. Great athlete. I I like I loved all the Carver in NXT UK. Him and uh uh uh. Was it Stephen Smith as a tag team? We're we're very good babyface tag team, and and but you know when the NXT UK was dissolved, and you know Oliver Carr's a young guy, you know was able to move and take a chance and come out, and and they like him. They put him in some spots. He's a great. He like I said, he's really good. Uh, good look. I just I don't like name. I think the name's gonna hurt him because. I just this doesn't Aura Menza doesn't like sound great on the marquee. Oliver Carter's a good name, but I know that's his real name, so they can't use that. But could you get something more like easier to say? Yeah, you can have an Oba, you know, but you can't have an Oro Menza. It just it's just some of these names get funky in it. And I'll tell you a funny story about the funky names that that you know the NXT come up with or management or even a lot of this a lot of times like i kind of find it funny a lot of these wrestlers have a say you know what their name at least they uh, a say when it comes to like submitting ideas um a lot of people think oh they just give you a name and that's it eh, maybe that's the case for some people I'm not saying it never ever never ever happens i'm sure it does but I know a lot of cases people submitted names. They submitted like a group of names, you know, like five or six names, and 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 those things were picked, right? Um, or Menza, I you know I don't I know I don't know how that's a family name or what, but it just to me it just doesn't stand out. But <laughs> when I, I would always hear like all these people's like you know all these people on the internet and Twitter or whatever making fun of the NXT names all the time, right? And then this past year, my son Hunter um, did T-ball for the very first time, and <laughs> and you know when he got selected on a team, and you know we there's uh, you know there's an app, and you go on the app, and you, you, we saw the teammates and. And there's like, there's like, it felt like an NXT roster of names. So like a lot of people make fun of the names that are going on in NXT. But in reality, like a lot of the names they're selecting are kind of names that are kind of in, right? And it's just, uh, it is like, like, like we had a Grayson, uh, uh, a Chiron, you know, <laughs> and uh, uh, God, who who else is on that team? There's some Josephs and a and uh, 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 we had a Nico, we had a Jax, a Jax. We had like you know, like it was just like I felt like I didn't see roster names, and I'm like, well, this is nor- these are the new names that people are selecting now. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I know. Well, whatever happened to like a name like a Jim Brunzel or a Greg Gagne or you know, you know, stuff like that. But like now we got aura menses and Lucian Knights or whatever. It's, it's, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's, it's interesting. But, uh, but yeah, I just thought it funny when my son was on his, on his, on his, on his T-ball team, it's like, Oh shit. You know, these are all names that, uh, people make fun of on Twitter about for wrestlers. And here they are, these little young, Young boys with these future future NXT superstars potentially here in this T-ball field have the names of Grayson and Chiron and Jax and Nico and uh, uh, God, I'm trying to remember everyone else on the team. It's 
yeah, but it just was funny to me. So, but yeah, that was my experience with NXT Level Up. It was a fun, quick watch, and um, I enjoyed it. I, I'm gonna try to make it a point to check out new episodes that show up on the Peacock and just you know check out the talent and and uh, see how they progress. But I like to see you know a mixture of some veteran talent popping in on the Level Up and working with these some these young kids you know and and i just think it's just gonna you know help them accelerate their training and and um and get better quicker because you only get better by working with better people and people that are gonna you know guide you and out there you got you know you got People go out there just doing stuff and they don't know, you know. <laughs> so that's hard to learn from the other person to heal because he or he, she doesn't know either. So that's what I want to see me in the future. You know, what do you think of my idea? Do you think it's a good idea to have like, you know, the performance center young stars versus established stars, and uh, you make it a big deal when they do eventually beat the established star, and 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 you know, you know do you think that's a good concept, or do you like this concept now that they're doing NXT young? young stars versus each other um getting ring time in or you know or or which you know that's if you think it's the way they should stay let me, let me know i'd love to hear it uh thanks for all for checking out take it home podcast um uh, you can follow me at twitter at laraka jl um I, I post pretty often on there kind of Today I made fun of a wrestling move. <laughs> Got a little heat on me for I don't know these upset the nerds today, but uh, uh, there's a move a guy did this unbelievable freaking dive. He's like on one corner and he starts running on the rope, then jumps to the second other side of the rope and just does this big old flip and it's fucking amazing acrobatic move but the whole time there's two guys on the floor waiting for this guy to fucking tippy toe his way across the across the top rope to stop jump up hit the other rope to do a flip and all i could think of was like why those two guys sit there holding each other's arms and waiting for this guy what they just let well they just move you know logic people and people are like oh what about the irish whip and uh, what about the punches that don't leave marks on the faces listen folks an irish whip you could believe it if you work it and you know what if you've been in the ring and you got some big dude <laughs> grabbing you and throwing you into the ropes you might not be as graceful as you're working it, but if a big guy like Roman Reigns grabbed you, threw you in the ropes, you're probably bouncing back when you hit the other rope, right? A punch, making punches look good, making punch, you can believe a punch when it's done correctly. Nowadays, the guys don't even fucking punch. They throw the shitty forearms, they look like shit. And no one believes it. So I know I'm taking the piss out of your your guy doing a nice little cute flip. But let me tell you, I like high-flying moves. I like dives. I just want them to mean something and look like, and look, I want them to look like it doesn't take cooperation to do it. You know, I'm just saying, those two dudes who are waiting for the other guy to tippy-toe his ass or cross the fucking top rope, the springboard to the next rope to do a flip, I'm just saying, can't you sell for a while? And then when it gets closer, then you start selling up? So it doesn't look like you've just been sitting there holding your dicks, waiting for him to jump on you? That's all I'm saying. Do some work. Don't be fucking lazy. Make it look logical because, yes, the the geeky wrestling fan who just wants to see the flip are just going to like the flip. And, and that's great. 
if you're appealing to one little small section of the audience, but if you're going to do the move to a, a national basis, you want the person to be like, oh, man, amazing. Not because anyone with logical thinking like I would have would say, like, why did that guy move? Right? And I'm not talking about my dad or my father-in-law who would watch it and definitely would say that. I'm talking to any other person who's not a wrestling fan that stumbles across it and be like, that doesn't look stupid. Ah, wrestling's dumb. Click. Go next thing. No. You want them to, you know, it's just in your, it's, if you have, if, okay. If a guy's doing a dive and you see a guy just sitting there waiting, it takes you out of the suspension of disbelief, right? Because now you're just saying, like, why did that guy move? That's all you're thinking about. Not the, oh, wow, that was great. You know, 465, he just did. You're thinking like, well, why do you move? Because you're thinking, because as your suspension, if the work's good enough, you're you're falling into your suspension of disbelief. Like you're watching a great action movie. You know, it's a fake. You know, you're sitting, you know, it's not as real, but you're just in it. You're into what they're, they're, they're making you believe. And you do little things like that. That will, you know, you just seen, you by taking a shortcut, by just staying there and waiting because you feel like no one's going to be looking at me because I'm not the one jumping on the top rope. Let me tell you, people are looking at you and they're going to call bullshit on it. So that's my rant on the Take It Home podcast. Uh, you know, just be logical, you know, do good work. Um, That's all I ask, right? Everyone, have a great weekend. Take care. This has been fun. Good night, everyone. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.